We've had the pleasure of contributing a couple of articles about Costa Rica to a wonderful website that caters to those world travelers who are 50 and older. The good news is that no matter what your age, you can enjoy hundreds, perhaps thousands of great stories written by expert contributors who talk about almost every country on this amazing globe of ours. Of course, we only talk about Costa Rica, and I would love to share our most recent article with you right now. Be sure to go to the program notes associated with this specific episode and take a look at our other stories and the website in general, or simply go to travelawaits.com. That's travelawaits.com. You'll love what you see. Now pour yourself a cup of amazing Costa Rica coffee and learn all about the six key things to know about driving and getting a driver's license in Costa Rica. Being in the business of assisting retirees in their residency, legal status, and moving, I field many questions every week on all topics about Costa Rica. They ask us everything where to fill their prescriptions, should they bring their own toilet paper, how to open up a bank account, and the necessity of learning Spanish, just to name a few. One question that always is on the top of their most asked list is, is it safe to drive in Costa Rica, and how do we get a driver's license? Well, driving in Costa Rica can be scary for those who have never driven here before. With that said, the good news is that much of that uneasy feeling is only in one's mind. It is not as bad as people think. Back when I first arrived here in November of 2002, those were the days when you may have been taking your life into your own hands when sitting behind the wheel. Not only did we have to navigate around the huge potholes, but there were not too many major routes from San Jose, especially to the central Pacific coastal areas, which seems to be the most popular place to go when you're in the Central Valley. The approximately one-hour trip today used to take at least two and a half hours, perhaps three. On a rainy day, even more. What a mess. Pretty darn dangerous as well. Winding, slippery, and lots of traffic were usually a recipe for disaster. Now with the toll road being utilized, been there for about 9 or 10 years now, it's much easier and safer than it was before. Having a car in Costa Rica gives us the freedom to get up and go as we please, and I would venture to say that after a few days on the open road, it will get easier for you. Number one, let's talk about renting a vehicle short-term and long-term. Many tourists who stay here for more than a couple of weeks have the option of renting a car or truck for a longer time. There are many international rental car companies here, Enterprise, Alamo, Adobe, Hertz, and Budget, to name just a few. They have offices all over Costa Rica. Just like in any other country, you need to do your research online and get the best prices. There's also smaller companies that are based in Costa Rica that will have cars available. I cannot give you any set pricing at this moment because fees and availability change all the time. Again, you need to set the dates that a car is needed and then look around for the best deal. Another option is to find individuals who have their vehicles for rent. They tend to offer their vehicles at a lower price. A couple of suggestions. Be sure to get full coverage on the vehicle and to rent a four-wheel drive. You have two choices regarding buying insurance for your rental vehicle. First, you can purchase it through a rental car agency like 
probably most people do, or you can buy international vehicle insurance. The latter choice is usually less expensive, and it really is worth the time to compare prices. Many off-road areas will be worth the trip to see a view to die for. Many times you will be driving down the road on a main highway and will see a turnoff that will take you to a high vista. Then your four-wheel drive vehicle will come in very handy. And I want to emphasize once again to pay extra for full coverage on the vehicle that you rent. It will save many headaches if anything happens while you're renting the vehicle, especially if you're going to take advantage of those dirt roads leading to wonderful views. And there are hundreds of those. Number two, obeying traffic laws in Costa Rica is very important. This goes without saying, but I'm going to cover it just a little bit. In earlier times, many of the traffic laws were there to be broken. When pulled over, a $20 bill offered to a traffic cop would make any problem go away. It was easy to drive at your own leisure and not worry about any fines for your lack of following the rules. Well, now it's a totally different story and has been for quite a few years. I urge you to learn about all the traffic laws here in Costa Rica and know how much the fine will be when you disobey these laws. For example, passing on a double yellow line can cost you over $500. Can you imagine that? Many fines were recently reduced, but they still hurt a lot when having to pay them. Follow the law and drive safely. It's only common sense to do so. You're in another country, you are their guest, and there's no reason to drive like a maniac. Number three, some buy their cars in Costa Rica, others ship them from home. Many people decide to either purchase a vehicle when they move here, or they ship their car from their home country. There's a few things to consider when buying here or shipping a vehicle. First, with the current tariffs in place, purchasing a vehicle in Costa Rica is considerably more expensive than in your home country. Prices can run from 30 to 50% higher, sometimes more, depending on the model and the brand of the vehicle. The same situation stands true when shipping a vehicle to Costa Rica. The taxes can add thousands upon thousands of dollars to the cost of shipping. With that said, the vehicle you shipped is already worth more in Costa Rica than it was in your home country, and that's how you have to think about it. When you sell that vehicle, if you ever do, you're going to get more money for it. Another consideration when shipping your vehicle is to be sure to do research regarding the availability of parts. A Toyota is very common here. A Ferrari is not. Consider your options when thinking about this. There's no reason to wait for a part to some beautiful vehicle that you have no problem getting parts in the USA. Could you imagine having a Ferrari here in Costa Rica and then having to wait uh, a week and a half for a, a part? <laughs> It's not, it's not common sense. Number four, as of now, getting a Costa Rican driver's license isn't necessary. The law seems to change quite a bit every few years. In 2022, here are the facts. You do not need an international driver's license to drive here. You will need to have your passport and your home country's driver's license with you at all times. If a traffic cop pulls you over, you will need to furnish these items as well as the rental car papers if your car has been rented. Your passport will need a valid tourist stamp. You can only drive for as long as your tourist visa is valid. 
If you're going to renew your visa in Costa Rica, you will need to visit another country and get your passport stamped again. At that time, your home country's driver's license will continue to be valid. If you plan on staying in Costa Rica for an indefinite amount of time, then you may consider getting a Costa Rican driver's license. Both legal residents and tourists alike can obtain one. You will need your current passport with a valid entry stamp of no more than 90 days. Your residency, which is the cedula, is the identification card, or any other document that will prove either permanent residency or temporary residency. There is a very simple driver's license application to complete. You will need to go to the Council for Road Safety in an area of San Jose called La Ruca. U-R-U-C-A. Be be sure to Google that. You can search online for the exact address and directions. There are two ways to obtain your Costa Rican driver's license. The homologating, homologating, I guess it's called. I can never pronounce that word. H-O-M-O-L-O-G-A-T-I-N-G. Homologating foreign driver's license. To do this, you will prove that you've been living in Costa Rica for at least 90 days. You will need to have a temporary residency or permanent residency. You will set an appointment for yourself and present your home country's valid driver's license, your Dimex card, work permit, refugee card, and a medical health certificate submitted by a general practitioner that states that you are in good health. Acquiring a driver's license for the first time. You will have to go through the process of passing two tests, the first being a multiple choice in the office and a driver's test as well. Once you have gone through either of these procedures, you will be able to drive legally in Costa Rica with a Costa Rican driver's license issued in your name. There are many specifics to the entire procedure. Too long for this setting, so be sure to Google this and to get the proper information. And you can learn more by contacting the COSEVI office. COSEVI office. Google that. Getting your Costa Rican driver's license is a big hurdle. It is one of the steps required, required excuse me, to feel like you are indeed a part of the community. Enjoy the process and remember that everything you do takes longer in Costa Rica. This will be a test in becoming a patient person. (laughs) In Costa Rica, the acquisition of total patience is a requirement for being a beneficiary of the Pura Vida lifestyle. I will say that again. In Costa Rica, the acquisition of total patience is a requirement for being a beneficiary of the Pura Vida lifestyle. Internalize that. If you don't drive, well, the good news is that for those of you who simply do not want to drive for one reason or another, Costa Rica has an amazing public transit system. Throughout the country, some buses can take you across the neighborhood and those can carry you to Nicaragua, Panama, and beyond. For the most part, buses are clean, safe, and comfortable. They do get crowded at times, so you may decide to wait for one that doesn't have so many people on it. There are alternate ways to get from one place to another. Taxis are very safe, and Uber has a strong presence as well in Costa Rica. For those who want to be pampered, you can find private shuttles to nearby towns and other parts of the country as well. They are priced uh, very reasonably, 
and are indeed an option for you to consider. For more information on traveling to Costa Rica, check out these articles. 10 Costa Rica vacation rentals for your next tropical trip. 5 places to volunteer with endangered wildlife in Costa Rica. 9 incredible wildlife experiences in Costa Rica. Once you read my article, reread it I should say, be sure to visit all of the other people, the expert contributors we are called, who talk about Costa Rica and again all the other countries in the world. We appreciate your listening today, Pura Vida, and thanks for listening. Oh, and again, I just want to be sure you know that the link to this website that I'm talking about will be in the program notes associated with this specific podcast episode.